Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. ¿Cómo están? Estamos de regreso aquí, Gabriela, con ustedes y conmigo también está Junior. What's up? Muy emocionados de nuevamente poder estar con nosotros. Este, esta ha sido una experiencia fenomenal el último año que hemos estado grabando. Especialmente para mí, hoy me acordé de que hace un año casi empezamos hablando del miedo. Y sí. para mí fue muy emocionante uh, poder... Acordarme de cómo empezamos con nervios, así como que qué estamos haciendo. Este, muy agradecidos con toda la ayuda que nos apoyó Héctor Vega de Bebe Miria, que nos ayudó realmente a encontrar nuestras voces y todo el apoyo que nos dio con los medios sociales y eso. Así es de que nuevamente con ustedes estamos aquí, Junior y, y yo. Eh, queremos hablar hoy un poquito acerca de algo que creo que es importante ahorita que Va comenzando el año, so the year has just started, and a lot of people are doing New Year resolutions or looking back. So, creo que es importante eh, tomar el tiempo de sentarnos y ver qué funcionó en el 2018 y qué no funcionó para asegurarnos de no llevarlo con nosotros al 2019. ¿Qué piensas, Junior? Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good idea. Um, but really, like, how do we do it differently? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I've been doing resolutions now for, I mean, Gosh, I mean, as far as I can go back, you know, I've had a resolution every single year. And for the most part, I didn't really do anything. You know, like I didn't really meet those resolutions. You know, um, I usually set them back in January of every year. And then come February, I forgot what I even set myself to to accomplish for that year. You know, so I think that you really you hit you. I think that you really hit the nail on the head when you said 2018. And I love that you said that because. Usually when I set resolutions, and I don't know about you guys, I think about what do I want, what do I want to do at 2019? That's usually the first question. You know what I'm saying? So kind of like looking back at 2019 allows you to look at what you've accomplished already. So having the idea of, okay, what, what have I accomplished already for 2019? And then how do I want to take some of those things further? Or really a word that you love to use and that I've, if you don't mind, like I've picked up on this, how do you pivot? Right. Because sometimes we have to do that as well, right? Right. And pivot just really means like making the decision that, oh, this straight road that I'm on right now isn't working. Vamos a darle una vuelta para la derecha o para right. la izquierda a ver qué pasa. Right. Eh, cambiar el curso del plan que teníamos y por eso creo que es importante, como dices, este, no solo planificar, pero también realmente ver atrás y decir qué funcionó y qué no funcionó, porque si seguimos haciendo las mismas cosas, pues tampoco vamos a avanzar. Exactly. You know, like I've heard of like, you know, smart goals, like, you know, if, if you've been in a professional environment long enough, you've heard of, you know, how do you set smart goals and, and what really are smart goals? So I feel like that's a really, really good way for us to really set goals that we want to accomplish for the new year, you know, even though, even though some of those goals don't necessarily have to be professional goals, but kind of using like the same format, right? Like for example, like smart, you know, breaks, uh, breaks down to different things like, you know, set specific goals, set goals that you can measure. Like, you know, you can actually touch base throughout the year and say, where am I at on accomplishing that goal? Uh, set goals are achievable or realistic. 
set goals that are relevant to what you're trying to accomplish, whether it's a short-term, medium, or long-term goal, uh, and uh, time-bound goals as well. You know, so I think that those are really good things to think about whenever you're setting those goals, whether it's something personal or something in your career that you're trying to accomplish. Right. Especially for the business, I think it's important because we get so caught up in doing the work. Todo el día estamos haciendo el negocio que ya sea los coches o los tacos o dando servicio y no paramos realmente a hacer una estrategia de qué queremos cambiar y cómo le, cuáles van a ser los pasos para hacer ese cambio. And what's the end goal? You know, because sometimes it's like we start to put stuff on paper, like what do I want to accomplish for 2019? Like you said, based on, on what I've did in 2018. But like, really, what's my end goal? Right. What am I trying to accomplish? What am I trying to get? How how do I plan to grow and evolve, you know, by accomplishing these goals? Yeah. And another idea, too, that a friend of mine showed me, Christy Jackson, was really sitting down and talking about goals as far as looking back, right? So what did I set for myself in 2018? What did I accomplish and what did I not? Nice. But then what were the opportunities that I took advantage of and what were the opportunities that I missed as well as the accomplishments, right? Because creo que también tú ya me habías comentado que muchas veces no nos damos crédito por lo que sí alcanzamos. Sí. Y lo, lo volamos como si no fue nada. Entonces es importante realmente... No solo los éxitos nos, de nosotros, sino también de los empleados, uh -huh. de nuestros colegas, porque de esos éxitos éxito son parte de, como dices tú, la meta final. Yeah, something that I do uh, right now at work uh, when it comes to goal setting is I actually let my staff know what my goals are for the year. You know, and I do that on purpose because I feel like it really helps them be uh in a way like kind of like accountability partners to me you know like it helps them manage up but also puts a certain level of pressure that i need to to be able to remind myself look i've already spoken it not just into the universe but into the ears of the people who rely on me to accomplish these things right so creo que eso es importante también este uh we were talking earlier about a board of directors right ¿no? entonces este no solo en nuestro Normalmente ves una mesa directiva en una organización sin fines de lucro o en un negocio. Uh -huh. Pero rara la vez que ves a alguien que tenga una mesa directiva para su carrera profesional o sí. personal. Right. Entonces creo que eso también es bien importante. No tiene que ser nada formal, simplemente dos o tres personas con las que tengas la confianza de compartirles tus sueños, tus retos y realmente que te ayuden y que te digan, oye, no hiciste lo que me dijiste que ibas a hacer. Right. Ya pasaron tres semanas y no has actualizado tu hoja de vida o no te has preparado para la entrevista. Entonces, ese tipo de, de apoyo de la mesa directiva creo que es bien importante y, como te digo, para lo personal y para el negocio. Right. Porque también muchas veces empezamos el año con mucha positividad y creemos que podemos hacerlo todo y en hacerlo todo no hacemos nada. Entonces, así con ese tipo de, de apoyo de la mesa directiva, es como que te... ¿Cómo se dice accountability? Eh, ¿Accountabilidad? No sé. No, Probably no, not. Yo creo que no. But anyway, your accountability partners that could really, in a, in a positive way, remind you, like, hey, we were supposed to talk about this and we haven't. So mm -hmm. let's figure out when we can sit down and do it. Right. Um, so I think that that's really important uh, thing to implement as well. Yeah, and I really like how you say, you no, know, like a group of people que tú tengas confianza. 
you know, because that is so important because in order for the accountability partners or um, the board of directors to really work on your behalf to help you accomplish those goals that, that, the, that you set out to, to, to complete, there has to be a level of trust. And with that level of trust comes a level of vulnerability mm-hmm. that maybe you have to get comfortable uh, with. You know, like coming over to the board of directors and saying, I don't know what to do. You know, or being comfortable with having the board of directors tell you, hey, based on what we talked about before, maybe you need to make some changes to the goal. So in, in a, as uncomfortable as this may sound, maybe turn it down a few notches. Mm-hmm. Y muchas veces esa mesa directiva puede ser eh, nuestra pareja, sí. algún familiar, alguna amistad. A veces con la pareja creo que hay un poquito de fricción porque es difícil separar lo personal de lo, de lo actual, pero definitivamente buscar a colegas o a otros empresarios que tienen la misma experiencia y sí. que quieren ayudarse uno al otro. Sí. Now, in my opinion, what who's who who's probably not a good idea of being an accountability partner, maybe a peer that you have, who's probably going for the same promotion that you're going after. I mean, just let's just call it what it Be is, realistic, right? Yeah. Right. Be very, very realistic about the 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 people that you pick to um, to be vulnerable with, to let into your circle and to really help you accomplish goals. Like you don't want to pick your, you know, your peer at work who's probably working as hard as you are to get that promotion that he or she's going after. Right. Yeah, I think the ideal accountability partners are other people that you're friends with or that you know that are maybe in your same industry or a similar industry, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in the same company. Or even better would be people that are from a totally different industry que te dan otra perspectiva. Right. Porque muchas veces estamos tan enfocados en lo nuestro que no vemos más allá de eso. Right. Llega otra persona con, con otras experiencias o con de otras industrias y lo ve totalmente diferente. Right. And I can actually relate to that from a personal experience because um, last year I was pretty much in a very similar spot where I just didn't know what to do. And I'd been with the company for a very, very long time. And at the time I was going through the, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Leadership Development Program, uh, which is the HLI. Uh, and the board of directors came out, you know, and, and I'll never forget that because, you know, I'm one that really, really uh, uh, forms really strong friendships and partnerships with everyone that I, uh, that I speak with and, and talk to, right? But I never really looked at it as a board of directors. So I really started to use my board of directors, or the people who were also going to the leadership class, as a resource. And, I, and I'll never forget this. I sent an, in, uh, an invite to a coffee uh, to five of them, and I told them, I want to talk to you about something, something that's really heavy in my mind, and I want to get a different perspective. And I took a chance, you know, because it really could have blown up in my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these people could have, the way that I saw it at the time, could have lose respect for me, you know, like, how do you not know what to do when it looks like you have it all put together? Like, again, it goes back to having a certain level of vulnerability and being okay with it. I'm really taking a chance. And I'll never forget this. The feedback that I got that day really allowed me to, the start word again, really to pivot, make a change in my career, uh, take a big chance that I had otherwise probably have not have taken if it wasn't for the feedback that I got that day. But they also allowed me to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they gave me the permission to feel like it's okay for you to not have the answer. 
However, based on what we've seen from you during the last six months, you can totally kill it doing this job. So go for it. And if you don't get it, at minimum, you have the experience and you've got the resume already updated for the next one. But go for it. And you'll never, you'll never benefit unless you, you actually go after that experience. And I took a chance and, I, and it worked out for me. But sometimes it doesn't work out, but that's okay too. Right. Yeah, but that's, I guess, the other thing. Okay. Por la razón que pienso que este mesa directiva es tan importante, porque si no hubieras tenido esas personas con las que hubieras podido platicar realmente y que te dieran sus opiniones o su experiencia, quizás no hubieras tomado el riesgo right. de irte a un trabajo nuevo. Te aseguro que no. Te aseguro que no. So, you know, like, let's talk about maybe like how some of our listeners can then, you know, reach out to some accountability partners. Like, I, I will volunteer. I think, Gavi, I think you will also volunteer to hold some people accountable for their goals. You know, so like, if you guys want to comment, you know, on this on this recording, you guys can do that on Facebook. You can do it on our page, AuthenticalPodcast.com. What are some of the goals that you want to accomplish for 2019? I almost said 2018. <laughs> He's stuck in the past. No, pero de, sí, creo que es importante que, que, que compartan con nosotros o nos manden un mensaje y nos digan y podemos empezar. Yo sé que tú haces cafés muy temprano, normalmente los fines de semana. Así sí. es que es otra oportunidad para apoyarnos uno al otro. Este, Obvio, el apoyo de nosotros es en grande por medio del podcast, pero sí. si hay una situación donde quieren reunirse con nosotros o hablar por teléfono, correo electrónico con alguna cosa personal específica, pues con mucho gusto también podemos tratar de ayudar y si no podemos conectarlos con las personas que sí lo puedan hacer. Yeah. You know, and if you don't feel comfortable getting a, uh, an accountability partner, sometimes even something as a journal will be really, really useful to you because then you can write down your thoughts, your ideas, and this is stuff that you can go back to and read over again and say, wow, like, I probably should have set different goals or, well, I'm glad I really set those goals. Next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a much better job of setting higher goals. Yeah, too. eso me pasó con el, ¿te acuerdas el libro de Seven Habits of Highly Effective People que salió hace mucho yeah. tiempo? Yeah, you so, read that book? Me, me encanta ese libro y me acuerdo que parte del, del ejercicio era write your goals, um, write a plan for the next five years, ten years, no sé qué. Y un, hace poco me encontré el libro y encontré las notas que había hecho. And I was like, oh my gosh, ¿quién hubiera sabido que iba a hacer o no hacer esto? Pero me regresó al momento como pensaba en ese momento. Right. Eso también eso se me hizo muy interesante porque esas notas pueden servirte como un recordatorio de, ay, se me olvidó totalmente de hacer esto. Right. O regresar a que eso no es parte de mi plan, eso no puedo seguir. Which is totally fine as well, too. I mean, completely fine um, to, to just change. And so, you know what? I was in a different page back then. Uh, I was exposed to different experiences, maybe different people. But now I understand more of what I'm trying to accomplish in life. And that in itself is a huge win. Right. Y creo que también eso es parte del, del aprendizaje, ¿no? Si hoy estoy en una situación y tengo X planes, pero en tres meses algo cambia, y tengo que cambiar mis planes, no tiene nada de malo. Absolutely not. Um, yo siempre pienso que no, a veces cuando sentimos que fracasamos, realmente estamos aprendiendo. Sí. Y aprendiendo de esa decisión es lo que nos ayuda a crecer. Sí. Muchas veces lo que nos hace y nos forza a crecer. Um, I mean, yo he compartido mi experiencia personal que me forzó de repente a salir a trabajar y a hacer ciertas cosas que yo nunca había pensado hacer. Pero igual, 
era una decisión del momento que no había sido parte de mi plan, pero uno tiene que acoplarse porque ser adulto es constante cambio. Right. And sometimes that's when we, uh, we, we make the biggest changes in our lives is whenever our back is against the wall and it's either we do it or we do it. Right. <laughs> There's no way around it, you know? Right, right. So definitely want to hear your thoughts. Queremos saber de ustedes. Queremos que saber qué están planeando, qué están pensando para el 2019, qué les funcionó, qué no les funcionó del 2018. Y otra cosa también bien importante, ¿con quién quieren colaborar? Yes. ¿Con quién les gustaría si hay alguna persona famosa, no famosa, que la conozcan o no la conozcan? Alguna persona la va a conocer. So, si alguna persona, una organización con las que les gustaría colaborar, conectar o trabajar a futuro, vamos a compartirlo porque a veces escribiéndolo también nos hace responsables y nos hace pensar más de que, oh, wow, tengo que hacer esto ahora porque ya lo dije, ya lo apunté. Right. You kind of had a very similar um, experience, right? Didn't you say you spoke something to the universe yeah. and whether you liked it or not? <laughs> Yeah, so hace como dos o tres semanas le estaba platicando a Junior que había leído un libro, porque yo sé que le encanta levantarse bien temprano. Oh, yeah. Este, que había leído un libro que si uno se levanta a las cinco y media, que es tan productivo, que tantas cosas cambian. Entonces, este, aunque no leí el libro, pues vi todos los comentarios, ¿no? En LinkedIn de todas las personas que estaban haciendo ese reto. Y, y yo me dije a mí misma, ok, me voy a levantar a las cinco y media. Pero no le dije a nadie más porque no quería... <risa> Tener que hacer. Sí, exacto. Y le dije, le estaba comentando a Junior que de casualidad, las últimas dos semanas he tenido juntas a las 7 de la mañana casi todos los días. Entonces me, sí me ha forzado a tener que levantarme más temprano y actualmente sí siento que estoy haciendo más cosas. Estoy haciendo llamadas y correos más temprano de lo que normalmente hubiera hecho y. El problema es que no dejo de trabajar. So, ese va a ser otro reto para mí en el 2019. How to, uh, what, manage how to, it? Yeah. How to cut it off when how you to, get home. How to manage all the extra time you have now? Yeah. So, no es extra time, pero <laughs> llego a la casa y no tengo la lista de correos o la lista de llamadas que regresar. Sí. Y, este, y de todos modos sigo trabajando. Entonces, también eso tiene que ser parte de mi plan para el 2019. Es um, un balance mejor. No creo que se pueda encontrar un balance Hablan de work-life balance, creo que eso no existe. Más bien es cómo lo puedo controlar este, en ese momento. Yeah, I think it's just like a nice sentence that uh, uh, people in companies like to say work-life balance, but let's face it, most working, professional working adults nowadays have a laptop that they, that they work out of. And what that laptop is, you know what, you pretty much have, uh, you have internet, you're going to be logging in, you're going to be working. Right. You know, so maybe that's another uh, episode, maybe how to effectively manage that. ¿Qué pensaron? Remember to rate our show. Y si les gustó, denos cinco estrellas. Si tienes preguntas o topic ideas, déjanos saber. 